This is Scott Vanderplu, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 10. Welcome back to our podcast of coverage for things, all things AE or Artist Edition. My name is Scott Vanderplue, and I run the Artist Edition Index at aeindex.org. At the Artist Edition Index, we review, preview, monitor, track everything to do with Artist Editions all day long. Um, the format of the show is staying the same today. I don't really have a focus on the show because. August was a busy month, lots of reviews and solicitations, and I wanted to get into that. Uh, Before I did that, a few notes from last month. I had said that I contacted Dark Horse PR because uh, there were no Dark Horse Gallery editions in 2017, and the Edelweiss Spring 2018 catalog had been published for Dark Horse, and they had no gallery editions in that. I contacted them before San Diego. I didn't hear anything. I contacted them again, and uh, someone was kind enough to reply and say, no, the gallery edition line is not dead at Dark Horse. They will have more than one solicitation in 2018. So that was exciting to hear um, because I kn- we had heard a rumor uh, that Dark Horse is going to do a Lone Wolf and Cub gallery edition, and I'm hoping that's one of the announcements. And also, Storenko has said that he's doing a Red Tide gallery or artist edition type book with Dark Horse. So I think we can maybe look at those two for 2018. I mean, Storenko's track record is not that great for getting anything out. So the book may be solicited in 2018. I'm not sure if we'll see it. But that's okay. As long as Dark Horse is still producing. They've got a handle on the format. I've enjoyed the material that they've done, and I'm looking forward to more. Um, no letters outside of that. I've had some inquiries uh, since the AE index has gone on Facebook. I have been getting more Facebook messages just asking about, will I be reviewing this? Will I be reviewing that? Do I have a preview of that? Do I, do I know a shipping date? And uh, I normally direct people back to the AE index because we've got, uh, we're reviewing everything. We're tracking all the solicitations and dates. So anything you want to know, please Go to eindex.org, check out the Artist Edition Index for the full list. Until this month, I didn't have really a uh, banner on the homepage. Now that Artist Edition Index banner that is right there on the homepage will bring you to the Artist Edition Index page, which lists every solicited book, every published book, links to reviews, and book information. So please reference that. As well, um, the uh, I think we're in the second month of the aeindex.org, and uh, the newsletter is going. Uh, I put out a the site puts out a newsletter every Friday about three o'clock, covering uh, all the posts from the week. So if you don't want to be visiting too frequently, but like to stay up to date with what's happening, I suggest signing up for our newsletter. Well worth it. Let's go to the format we normally go with shipping changes, solicitations, sales, new releases, and reviews. 
take a look at shipping changes. Uh, there's been quite a few. Fantagraphic Studio Edition, How Foster's Prince Valiant. The book, a lot of people are waiting for. It had been stuck at August 30th as a solicitation date. I thought, this is going to happen. Um, today's August 31st, and it has come and gone. I checked the Diamond uh, retailer website, and they don't have any in stock yet, which means it won't be shipping in the next two weeks either. Uh, I'm seeing some dates end of September on the Fantagraphics website and Amazon, so keep your fingers crossed for that. P. Craig Russell's Strange Dreams Artist Edition has moved from September to a October 4th date. That's pretty exciting. Not too uh, far off from the initial solicitation, so I'm hoping we're going to see that. That's it for changes. Uh, uh, the Book of Ballads, the original art edition, is date still says September 13th. Again, I checked the Diamond Retailer website. It, they don't show any in stock either. I'm not sure we're going to see that date hit. Again, keep your fingers crossed, it may happen. Let's take a look at solicitations. The September previews came out and there were two books solicited. One we had heard and it had its own page from On Previews World, but it hadn't been actively solicited from Fantagraphics. And that was Fantagraphics Studio Edition, Charles Burns' Black Hole. Here's the blurb. Charles Burns' graphic novel Black Hole is a towering achievement by a master cartoonist and a genuine American classic. This Fantagraphic Studio Edition showcases Burns' original art for the book, featuring exact reproductions of over 150 of his pages, along with full chapters plus excerpts that showcase Burns' style. Hypnotically beautiful and horrifying, this is the closest most of us will ever get to sitting in the author's studio. I previously put up a preview of that. You can catch that. On the site, uh, this is scheduled for November 29th release. It's 14 and a half inches by 19 and a half inches, 160 pages, 150 USD is the solicited price. Uh, I've got some links up for Amazon, uh, and currently discounts aren't that great. Actually, the Canadian discount is the best. Uh, for 150 US cover, it's being pre-offered for 127.37. So you may want to get in on that if you're Canadian. Or order it uh, and get it across the border. Second solicitation was from IDW, and that is Ross Andrews, The Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition. Here's the blurb. Ross Andrew was one of the most beloved artists to ever draw Spider-Man. Aside from Steve Vietico and John Romita, he's arguably the storyteller most associated with the web slinger. This artist edition collects five complete issues, including the first three in his run, Amazing Spider-Man 125 to 127. And the first issue had John Romita inking Andrew. Also included are issue 153, the classic The Longest 100 Yards, and issue 167 featuring the Spider Slayer. As with all artist editions, there will be a special gallery section presenting fine examples of Andrew's Spider-Man work. Solicited for January 24th, 2018. 12 by 17, 144 pages, the standard IDW solicitation. As we know, that normally well, changes. 125 U.S., I've got a link up there if you want to order uh, for things from another world. And uh, when I put this up last week, we had no cover image. Uh, Previous World still has no cover image or the IDW website. But I was able to get a PDF copy of uh, the Previews catalog that was came out this week. And I was able to pull the image from that so you can see that online. It's Again, it's just a prelim cover. I assume it's going to change. <coughs> Excuse me. 
another solicitation that I uh, put up a link for was a Kickstarter. This is the second Kickstarter we've looked at. This one's called Thicker Than Blood, Collected Artwork Condition. This is, uh, I'll give you the blurb. This will be an original art size edition unlike any before it. Not only will the book reproduce the art at the original size it was created, it will also represent the work of two artists, not just one. And further, it will cover the mediums of both black and white line and full color paint presented side by side. As a lover of art, I thought that fans of Mike and fans of Simon would generally appreciate viewing their art in this format. So what you see, you get Mike Plug's pencils on the left side and Simon Bisley's painted colors on the right side. It is a full book, 136 interior pages, 12 covers. Uh, each piece of the original art was painstakingly scanned, capturing every fine detail, blah, 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 the usual. Uh, it was fully funded, uh, Kickstarter, 485 backers. Uh, they were offering the book for 95 on the Kickstarter with 10 shipping. And um, they were saying it would be solicited later for sale, most likely through Diamond or uh, Amazon at 175 US. So this was a deal if you got in on it. And I hope uh, those watching aunext.org uh, uh, saw the post and got a chance to get all over that. Um, sales were a bit odd this month. Uh, I did not put up a sales chart uh, giving us the July sales because no artist edition format books were released in July. So then we have no sales numbers. So that wasn't a mistake on my part. There just isn't any to put up. And I will note that in the August sales numbers that the previous month didn't have any, just in case people are looking. Let's take a look at the out-of-print sales for July 2017. Um, a lot of zeros again this month. Let's talk about the books that did sell. Star Wars Dark Times Gower Edition, one copy, $35. Um, the price has sunk and it just stays that low. David Mazzuchelli's Born Again Artist Edition. Four copies sold, an average of 169 So that's back above cover price quite a bit, interestingly. Uh, Marvel Covers Artist Edition. First print, one copy, $99.99. Mike Mignola's Hellboy and Hell and Other Stories Artist Edition. Two copies, first print, $104.97 average. That's, uh, again, that's a pretty good deal. One copy of Walter Simonson's Thor Artist Edition. First print. Sold for $87, so that's uh, a little above the 75 cover, but it is an older book, hard to get. There is a second print available. And finally, Alien, the Illustrated Story, the original art edition. One copy sold, $43. Again, a good uh, price since that had a $75 cover price. Mostly deals going on on eBay uh, the last few months um, over this summer with artist edition books. I don't know if the interest is waning. Um... Maybe the market is just, you know, we're, we're moving into quite a few books. And uh, IDW continues its monthly solicit. But everybody else has really cooled. And maybe that will allow the market to correct itself and we'll see less um, books. But uh, I guess as well, so many books have been printed. We're also all the, uh, the usual suspects for art have uh, maybe running out. All right, let's look at previews put on the site. I had one preview put up this month and three reviews. Uh, the one preview was Dynamite's Battlestar Galactica Art Edition. Now, this said book had been uh, solicited last month. 
and uh, that was long-standing. Uh, we were waiting for that for quite a while. Still solicited for November 29th with the three editions, and our preview puts up uh, seven pages of art, and uh, it's early Simonson art. It's got a good look. It's got that Simonson look, but it's not Simonson that we associate with, say, the Thor run. It's a little different, a little softer. Uh, it looks good, though. I think that's going to be a very enjoyable book. So please pop on the site and take a look at that preview. Now let's look at our reviews for the month. Three reviews. First one was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Artisan Edition. Here's the blurb. This book reproduces all the original art to the first issue of one of the most important comic book phenomenons of the last 35 years, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Scanned directly from the original art, mimicking the experience of the original hand-drawn page and also collecting all the layouts also hand-drawn by the creators of what has been called this generation's Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. Rounding out the volume is an extensive gallery of other TMNT images also scanned directly from the original art. This was an interesting solicitation and you know, I don't think I paid enough attention to it because it was 144 pages, 9.4 inches by 13.3 inches. And uh, it was an artisan edition. It was different. I was interested in it. I want to review all these things. But uh, I'm not a fan of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I wasn't a fan of the original art. And for me, this book was a disappointment. A uh, nice thing is the cover price did go down from $49.99 as solicited to $39.99. But uh, the book contains issue one of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So the very earliest art of Kevin Eastman. It is rough. I mean, it's rough looking. And you get three versions. You get his complete breakdowns, which we don't know the original size to, but then we get his complete pencils and inks, which are the size of the book and full size. And then we get the uh, duo shade tones added. So we get the same thing twice, once with pencils and inks, once with duo shade, and then to begin with the breakdowns. Um, we get some other art, some early convention art, some early posters, it's, it's neat. I really actually enjoy the cover image. I think it's awesome and it, it translates well. But you've gotta really, really like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and be a fan of that original art and wanna, wanna pick this up. I mean, the nice thing is it's $39.99 and uh, we've talked about this earlier, but I asked Scott Dunbeer why this wasn't a, an artist edition. And he said this format would work better. And because of the art size, this, that makes complete and total sense. Um, so go and pop on the index and look under our reviews and you'll find that. Second book I reviewed this month, Spawn Vault Edition. Um, first RAEE format book from Image. Yes, I don't know why I always have to cough when I do this podcast or blow my nose. Yes, this is, Image does have those whatever uh, colors removed, art books, soft covers, but this is the this is the first one in the AE format style. And um, as was all the talk, every copy came with a signed page. And then... Um, 15 of them came with a sketch, and 250 of them came notarized. 
So you had a 1 in 100 chance to get a signed copy, as is uh, shown on the cover. And you got a 1 in 6 chance to get a notarized copy. And based on those numbers and the fact that McFarland said in a video there were 15 sketches, I got my print run info of 1,500 copies. It, after the first week, it was not in stock at Diamond. Um, there are still copies available on Amazon. Um, right now, it's, uh, it's available on Amazon.com and .ca. Uh, there's a good discount available from both of those. I would recommend getting it from either place. It's uh, 12 and a quarter by 17 and a quarter inches, 184 pages. $175 USD cover. Amazon's got it. Amazon.com has it for $118. Amazon.ca has it for $150. Let me give you the blurb. In celebration of the 25th anniversary of Spawn, Todd McFarlane has opened his personal vault and is collecting the first seven issues of Spawn in their original artboard form. Included in the Spawn Vault Edition artboard book, never before published original artboards, new oversized hardcover book. Included in the special edition are a few extra surprises from Todd. Randomly selected books will be inserted with a one-of-a-kind sketch by Todd McFarlane. As we just talked about. So this is, uh, these are all in uh, the hands of Todd McFarlane. He had all these stored. And uh, they look great. Uh, I mean, it's uh, been a few years, obviously. 25 years since this stuff was published. Pages are all white, off-white, and really nice looking. All the scans are clean, very clear. No issues with any of the pages. They all came through really, really well. Um, of course, it is Spawn McFarlane. Um, it's that style. You gotta. I think you know McFarlane's art. Uh, you get it in your mind eye, and if you remember the books, that's what you're getting. I think the uh, art comes across really well in the in just the black and white uh, inked, no color. Uh, the design of the book's a little—I don't know—it's a little. The colors are a bit garish. I mean, I guess I just don't like the Spawn logo and its colors. And the cover is quite bright, with some odd color mixtures too. Um, some chapter dividers uh, fit in nicely. The chapter dividers have. Uh, the issue number, the page number. So that's nice because we have a table of contents like most of these books. But uh, we'll actually get some page numbers. So you got that at least. Um, binding's excellent. It's a sewn binding. Um, the production is really nice. The paper's thick. I would, it reminds me very much of IDW uh, production values. Uh, they've clearly taken a look at what's out there now and wanted to at least mimic it. And uh, they did a good job right down to the uh, by one-page biography at the end of the book. Uh, this one has a photo of Todd. So uh, a little bit different than how IDW does it, but very nice. As well, it comes in a cardboard case, just like IDW. comes with a color sticker. Um, um, loudly uh, indicating that you get a free signature. And... Uh, it's also shrink wrapped, and again, the shrink wrap has a sticker on it telling you that you can get a signed, you can get a copy with a uh, notarized signature or a sketch. Uh, there have been some pictures online. I saw a picture on eBay of the sketch. They're nice. Also saw some sketches in some of Tom McFarlane's videos that he puts up on uh, online. But uh, overall, a very nice book. Definitely in the vein of uh, the artist edition format. 
mimicking all the best qualities. I'm really hoping this is not the uh, one and only. Let's uh, get some other uh, from the other, some maybe some of the other image founders. That'd be awesome. And the last book I reviewed this month was Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four, The World's Greatest Artist Edition. Let me give you the blurb. Jack Kirby was the undisputed king of comics, and IDW is proud to present the second artist edition focusing on his Fantastic Four work. And even better, this collects his earlier twice-up art, Kirby-sized. This massive collection includes issues 33, 45, 47, and 60, The Fantastic Four, plus a stellar gallery with many classic covers and incredible pages. If you are a Kirby fan, this is the artist edition you've been waiting for. This incredible A features 22 Kirby Fantastic Four covers, a selection of pinups, splash pages, and interior pages going all the way back to Fantastic Four number three, plus three gorgeous foldouts. It was 15 by 22, 176 pages, 150 USD cover price. This book absolutely is a king amongst artist editions. I mean, there's Kirby, which is fantastic. We've seen quite a few artist editions in them. This is Twice Up Kirby. Now, we've seen Twice Up Kirby earlier in the uh, Thor, Jack Kirby's Thor, the Mighty Thor artist edition. But uh, this is a little later as art. has been a little more refined. Um, it is just, it's gorgeous. I mean, it's Stanley and Jack Kirby, uh, Fantastic Four, with uh, Joe Sinnott uh, inks. It's... Uh, you know, as I said in my review, I, I didn't wasn't even sure this book needed a review because, I mean, if you like comics, if you like art, then you like Jack Kirby Fantastic Four. And that should be the, you know, the deciding factor for you. But as always, the uh, I like to get the review up. I like to get a lot of images. I like to uh, let people have a look at the book and decide for themselves. Um... So we get those first issues, which is almost is really the front half of the book. The back half of the book are uh, covers and just page after page of Fantastic Four Kirby art that uh, twice up again that uh, just Scott Dunbar couldn't get complete issues for, and it's just so great. I mean, the, those Fantastic Four three pages are just amazing, and then and then Fantastic issue four is in there, and the, oh, I mean, these things are just stunning. Sorry, that was issue five, not issue four. You need, it has to be seen to be believed. So please go online and check my review out at aindex.org under reviews. It's, I know I'm just babbling here, but it is just so gorgeous. And then just to take a look at it and drink it in. And those covers are great. But uh, it's interesting, the uh, because of the age of the work, you'd think there'd be a lot more browning. But these issues that have been collected... And even the pages is light tanning. Um, some of the covers are get pretty dark. I mean, this art was scattered to the four winds, so you can't always have everything stored wonderfully. But uh, only a couple of covers are brown, but everything else really came through. And then those foldouts are just awesome. I mean, you can't get better than this. I can I I love the AU format, obviously. I mean, I buy them all and review them all, but the twice ups are my favorite. Uh, this, that Thor twice-up was really nice. Those spirit twice-ups, I mean, uh, this early art, it just really, really needs to be appreciated in this format. No two ways around it. So as you can see, it was a busy month for the AE Index. Uh, a couple changes to the site as well. So if you get a chance, please uh, have a look. I've tried to change up the, the formatting, some of the colors, uh, the link color now. I'm trying to tie the colors in better. 
I like using those three colors, the green, the orange, the yellow, and various things. They, may, they play in with uh, the site really well. And uh, I was going through updating the index for reviews because I, I, I mean I like my reviews, but I also like to do Google searches and find people who um, have reviewed other things, have also reviewed these books. And uh, I find a lot of times most of the review is spent talking about what an artist edition format book is, what they are, how original art looks at its full size. Well, that's fine. Uh, very rarely do they include images of the book. And that's one of the reasons I started this site and uh, why I do the reviews the way I do because I like to have lots of images of the book. You, I mean, you're buying this for the visuals. Here are the visuals. I like to present them. So I was surprised to do some searches of um, the Internet, and I came across a review of Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four Artist Edition and the uh, John Buscema's Silver Surfer Artist Edition in the same review from Tripwire, a uh, prominent British uh, online and I think a print magazine. And uh, I was really surprised to see that in the review they were using my images for their review with no credit to me or no indication. Uh, I was a bit disappointed with that because when I use images, I like to try and give credit if I can. I mean, if it's a corporate image, I don't I don't give credits. I don't. But if I can, if I'm taking it from another site, I like to give credit. So I uh, sadly I implemented uh, watermark on my images. It's not uh, it's not on all my images. It's not on the thumbnails. It's not on the medium size images. It's not. Uh, it's only on the large images. So you won't see the watermarks anywhere except in a review where I've got the large images. Uh, and I just, uh, like I said, a bit disappointing to see somebody using your uh, images. But, and, uh, but that's okay. Watermark's there. They can, uh, they can pull them down and use them if they want. At least uh, people know where it comes from now. just want to talk a bit as well about the, uh, the podcast. Um, I moved the uh, everything over to the Artist Edition Index on its own site last month in July, and uh, my podcast for that month has received the lowest listener numbers ever. So I thought, oh, okay, did I mess up the uh, iTunes feed? Did I mess up the Google feed? No, those are still going well. I uh, I'd used FeedBurner for that, so I just redirected where FeedBurner gets it from, from Comic Daily to the Index.org. But um, yeah, I was uh, I was over 200 listeners for the first couple, and then I've dropped, and then I've dropped again. I'm down. I'm like at uh, pretty low. So I'm hoping uh, that's maybe people are tired of the format. Maybe people don't want to listen to me talk about what happened on the site. And there's a good possibility for that. I mean, this is only the 10th episode. We're 10 months into the podcast. I wanted to do at least a year, maybe a year and a half, before I decided if that was something that kept going. So if you're a fan of the podcast, please uh, give it a review on iTunes or uh, pop on the website and uh, make a comment. Um, I'd like to get some feedback. Uh, Someone uh, did contact me and tell me they enjoyed the podcast, so I appreciated that greatly. Thank you. And uh, a little bit of housekeeping as well. Uh, All the links on the A-Index are all uh, throw a few bucks my way. Uh, the Amazon links are associate links. The A-Books links is, are an associate uh, uh, affiliate links. Sorry, not associate links. The eBay, things from another world. All that gives me a few dollars on your purchase that I can apply towards buying these artist editions. 
Uh, as I've said before, uh, I've never received any free comp copies of any artist edition. I bought every copy myself. I'm doing the reviews. Um, I'm putting the money out there, and I, I enjoy them. And I don't I don't begrudge purchasing them at all. But uh, I do ask that uh, if you're going to buy these books from the suppliers I've talked about, Amazon, eBay, A Books, Things from Another World, please uh, use use my affiliate links. I, it is greatly appreciated. I've thought about uh, Patreon. I don't know. I'm not sure I'm there yet. Um, and I think the affiliate links are still the best way to go. Um, I have noticed that the site doesn't always display well in Internet Explorer 11. So if you get a chance, please take a look at the A index on Chrome or um, Firefox. Or do a refresh of the, of the if things don't look quite right, just to refresh the page. All right, that's all I have for this month. Thank you for joining me uh, in this world and listening about everything AE that occurred in the month of August 2017. My name's Scott Vanderplew, and you can find this and everything we've talked about at the A-Index, aeindex.org.